This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The federal government is spending another $327 million to help fulfill water rights settlements with tribes across the West. The Mountain West News Bureau's Caleb Bradel reports. The money will be used on projects to create reliable water supplies for tribes. Nearly $70 million is going to the pueblos of Nambe, Powake, San Aldofonso, and Tesuki in New Mexico. More than $6 million is going to the Nez Perce tribe in Idaho. Roughly half that will go to the Southern Ute tribe in Colorado. More than $160 million will fund a pipeline project that would deliver water to dozens of Navajo chapters, as well as the Teepee Junction area of the Hickoria Apache Nation and the city of Gallup, New Mexico. Here's Navajo Nation President Boo Nigren speaking before the Senate Indian Affairs Committee earlier this year. About 30% of the Navajo households continue to lack running water. They rely on hauling water to meet their daily needs. This region has long suffered from limited access to clean and reliable water. He says the completion of the pipeline would provide just that to a quarter million people. For National Native News, I'm Caleb Radel. An Alaska Kodiak's wholesale store cost savers is now under tribal ownership. People should expect business as usual. But as KMXT's Brian Venwell reports, it's the latest move in improving food security on the island. The native village of Afognak is the new majority owner of the store, which will still be called Cost Savers. They've partnered with the Shunak tribe of Kodiak for the purchase. J.J. Marsh is the tribal administrator for the Shunak tribe. I just think it's a great partnership. You know, it's time for our tribes to collaborate and work together. And Candace Branson is the tribal administrator for the native village of Afognak. She says they initially wanted to buy just an empty lot near the store to expand the village's farm programs, but ended up buying the store as well. After some contemplation and looking at the financials and thinking about the impact that it would have to run our own grocery operation like that and the impact on food security that it could have and on helping our um, bottom line. Branson says for now, staff are looking at filling open positions and overall maintaining the status quo. We are looking at just stabilization for the next year and a half, two years, and then we'll start on the development. Marsh says this is the Shunak tribe's latest step in diversifying its investment portfolio. We are trying to find ways to sustain our tribes in the future, especially with food security and putting our people to work also. But buying cost savers isn't the only part of a new joint business venture. The native village of Afognak co-operates Malik Farms, which is one of six tribally owned farms on the island. Branson says they hope to have locally grown produce on shelves in the next few years. The Shunak tribe also owns Kodiak Island Wild Source, a seafood processing business. Marsh says it's too early in the process to sell its products in the store, but patrons could see local seafood in freezers there in the next six months. In Kodiak, I'm Brian Benoit. The American Bar Association is recognizing Native American Heritage Month with a presentation Thursday from Native Women Trailblazers. The speakers include U.S. Interior Secretary Deb Holland, as well as Valerie Davidson, former Alaska Lieutenant Governor and current head of the Alaska Native Tribal Health Consortium. The other panelists include Abby Abenanti, Kim Teehee, and Stacey Leeds. Abenanti is a Yorok tribal judge and the first California tribal woman to be admitted to the California State Bar. Teehee is Director of Government Relations for the Cherokee Nation and served as the first senior policy advisor for Native American Affairs in the White House. Leeds is an Indigenous law and policy scholar and the first Indigenous woman to serve as a law school dean. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Drummond Woodsum, a full-service law firm whose nationally recognized tribal nations practice provides services to tribal nations and their enterprises and to companies that do business with tribes across the country. More at dwmlaw.com. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976. From opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance. With offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.